How you doing? My name is Aaron Morrow. I'm one of the pastors here at River City. I mean, if you're watching this, you probably know that already, but you never know who's going to be watching these things. So, so thanks to Brandon for doing all the devotionals the last few weeks. Like he did a really, really amazing job. And I asked him if it would be okay if I did the next few weeks and he was cool with that. So, so for better or worse, you're stuck with me for a while here. So I am recording from the nursery, some, the new nursery that we completed uh, for right before the pandemic hit. So the kids got to experience it one whole week and then we stopped meeting it here. So, so uh, yeah, I got animal crackers and hand sanitizer here. So I got all the essentials that I need to survive. And um, yeah, and I'm going to do that coloring book right when I get done recording this. So anyway, so for the next few weeks, uh, I'm going to be doing some short devotionals from the book of Hebrews, which is in the New Testament. So if you're wondering why I picked Hebrews, uh, it's because I like Hebrews. I don't really have a more spiritual reason than just that. It focuses on Jesus a lot, and I think we could all use some of that, like regardless of when a global pandemic is happening or not. So so here's the deal. Um, if you don't have your Bible in front of you, how about you press pause um, on this recording, get your Bible, then meet me back here in a minute. Um, because, of, um, yeah, it's good to read this stuff for yourself and just not take my word for it. So, so I'm going to focus on the first three verses of chapter one, and then next week we're going to skip over to chapter two and talk about the humanity of Jesus. So here goes. So chapter one, verse one in Hebrews in the, Old, in the New Testament here. So verse one says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. So when they're talking about their ancestors, they mean like everybody in the Old Testament there. Okay. So in the Old Testament, God spoke to our to them through the prophets and at many times, in many times, and in various ways. But in these last days, right now, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. So God the Father wasn't the one just like creating and then well, this God the Son was just kind of there as a spectator. Like, no, 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 it's like he was creating the universe right there. He was a participant. Verse 3 is where it gets really good. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he died in our place for our sins, like purified us through what he did on the cross, like rose from the dead. And like now he's like reigning. He's not a, a dead guy in the grave who did something good and died for our sins. No, he's like reigning right now. So, so a long time ago, a friend of mine told me that if you really want a really good Cliff Notes ver um, version of who Jesus is, then you should read John 1. Colossians 1, Hebrews 1. John 1, Colossians 1, Hebrews 1. So you can read John 1 and Colossians 1 on your own, but this morning we're just going to focus on Hebrews 1. So there's a lot going on in Hebrews 1, but I'm only going to focus on one big thing, and here it is. If you want to know who God is, then you need to know who Jesus is. If you want to know who God is, then you need to know who Jesus is. So this is such a big deal when the writer of Hebrews says in verse 3 that Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. 
Like there's plenty of ways in the past that God spoke, but spoke to the people of God. But now the way that God has spoken to us is by his son, by sending him. Jesus is not a way to know who God is. He is the way. And that's important because in my experience, I don't know about your experience, but in my experience, like some people make the, you know, that are really well-intentioned, but man, like uh, some people have a tendency to make the pursuit of understanding who God is to be so convoluted and just really overly complicated. But in my life, when I've encountered people like this in my life, I've often needed to go back to a passage like this in Hebrews 1 and remind myself that if I want to know who God is, then the main thing I need to focus on is understanding who Jesus is. Because Hebrews 1 says he's the radiance of God's glory. God is glorious, like completely glorious. And then like all that glory is sucked down into like the person of Jesus. And like he's the ex- and Jesus is the exact representation of who God is, exactly exact representation of His being. And let's remember, like God delights in making Himself known, and that's why He bothered to send Jesus in the first place. And this might be a really this might be the dumbest analogy you've ever heard, so just buckle up. So, um, just think about the Google homepage. Okay, so I am no software engineer, but if you looked behind the curtain at the inner workings of the Google search engine, I bet that it is pretty darn convoluted and complicated. Like, it just is. But as a user, if I want to search for something on the internet, it's not convoluted or complicated to use. Like, the only thing that I need to do is go to the search bar and type something in there at Google because that's basically the only thing on their homepage. I mean, there's stuff in the stuff in the peripheral and everything like that, but like, man, like that's like the the search bar is right there. Like you go to Google, that's the thing. You focus on this. And like, man, like here's the search bar. This is what you need need to do. This is what you need to focus on on your homepage. And in a good way, it's like Google is pushing away all the clutter and saying, just focus on this. And as a Christian, when it comes to our pursuit of knowing who God is, we need to go to Jesus. It's like God is pushing away all the clutter in Hebrews 1 right there and saying, here is Jesus. Here's the search bar. Here's Jesus. Focus on him. He, this is the main thing on the homepage. I'm going to make this appropriately user-friendly. Here is Jesus. Like when you've seen Jesus, you've seen God. He's the exact representation of who God is. In the past, God spoke to us in a lot of different ways, but now he's spoken by sending Jesus, and he is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. And the question is, is Jesus at the center of your pursuit of knowing who God is? Do you get... Do you get confused about who God is? Like, if you do, that's okay. I mean, as a pastor, like, I get confused about who God is sometimes, you know? And if so, like, you may need to just declutter your homepage with all the other ways that you're trying to figure out and pursue who God is. Because if your quest to understanding understand who God is doesn't center around who Jesus is and what he's done, 
then man, you're always going to end up in a cul-de-sac of confusion in one way or another. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 1 right there says, focus on Jesus if you want to understand who God is. John 1, Colossians 1, Hebrews 1. Check those out this week in those passages. John 1, Colossians 1, Hebrews 1. Um, and just focus on who Jesus is and what he's done. So from here, you can jump into the rest of the worship guide, and there's some optional questions at the end for you to discuss uh, with your friends or your family members. And next week, uh, we're going to take a look at the humanity of Jesus in Hebrews 2 and why that matters and what makes Jesus unique and really significant in that way. Thanks, and have a great week.